Welcome to Tony Burns View with news you can use as a chartered financial planner and wealth manager. Tony's passion is to help you retire early and live the life of your dreams with no financial worries. Now to today's episode. Understanding long-term care. It is vitally important to have an understanding of long-term care when you have the responsibility of looking after a vulnerable person. Unfortunately, as in all industries and professions, there is a lot of jargon to understand. In this podcast, I will explain to you in simple terms how to give your vulnerable relative, friend or acquaintance the best possible care at the most value for money price based on the needs and wishes of the resident. When somebody needs care, then there are essentially four options available. One, residential care home. Two, nursing home. Three, domiciliary care. Four, free care. Residential care home. A residential care home provides accommodation and 24-hour personal care and support to the elderly and others who may find it difficult to manage daily life at home. To qualify to stay in such a home, the individual is means-tested, which means that if their income and or capital exceeds certain limits, then they may have to pay a proportion of the fees, or even 100% of the fees. The carers are not usually NHS nurses and doctors, but trained carers. Residential care funding is provided by the local authority. If the resident has savings of more than 23500 in England, then they usually have to pay towards their care costs. Eligible income is also taken into account to pay for fees. You can find help on this subject at the moneyhelper.org.uk website on long-term care, family and care, means testing and how they work. Nursing home. Nursing homes, which are sometimes referred to as residential nursing homes or care homes with nursing, have qualified nurses and care assistants to provide nursing care in addition to residential care. If the resident qualifies for NHS continuing health care, then both the accommodation and the care are non-means tested and provided for free by the NHS. It is a difficult process to qualify because the resident has to be in constant need of care 24-7 and attended by nurses and doctors. Nevertheless, it is critical to understand that care can be 100% free of charge on the NHS. Domiciliary care. Domiciliary care is the range of services put in place to support an individual in their own home and is available to those that require additional support with day-to-day household tasks, personal care, or any other activity that allows them to maintain their quality of life and independent living. Such care may be provided either privately or by the local authority. Free care. Free care is usually care provided by relatives of the vulnerable person in their own home or in the home of their carers. Financing care costs. There are numerous ways to fund care costs that it's very important to do your research and or take advice from a professional. There are a number of charities such as Age Concern which will give you free advice. You can ask the local authority for free advice too. You can conduct your own research. If seeking advice from a financial advisor, you should look for one who is a SOLA accredited member. SOLA is the Society of Later Life Advisors and their website can be found at societyoflaterlifeadvisors.co.uk. 
Members of qualified financial advisors have been assessed and passed the assessment by SOLA. Such members have to pass assessments every five years. The assessments are rigorous and it is not a given that a member will pass a future assessment. Ideally, you should choose an independent financial advisor who is currently a SOLA member and one who is fees-based, so not reliant on earning commissions for selling financial products because the advice has to be holistic and free from product bias. State benefits. This is a tricky one because the benefit system is complex and confusing. However, you must ensure you claim all benefits that are available, especially the attendance allowance. Some benefits are means tested and some are not. Best to take advice from the SOLA certified independent financial advisor and or a charity or your local authority if you're unsure. Legal documentation. Ideally, a person needing care already has an up-to-date will in place. Both types of lasting power of attorney or at least an enduring power of attorney and possibly an advanced directive or living will. If the carers do not have lasting or enduring powers of attorney, they will have to apply to the Court of Protection to become appointed as deputies instead. Someone can apply to become somebody else's deputy if they lack mental capacity. This means they can't make a decision for themselves at the time it needs to be made. They may still be able to make decisions for themselves at certain times. As you can see, it is vital to have an understanding of long-term care because without this knowledge, you may be paying too much for care and or not claiming enough benefits. So proper research and advice from the right sources are invaluable. You know it makes sense. Thank you for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to share it with your friends and family. For more information, head to www.wealthandtax.co.uk.